Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, this is your Hollywood crime scene mini episode. Hello. Hey. It's the daytime energy happening. Dude. (laughs) (laughs) It is like... Yeah, mini episodes recorded during the day just hit different. Yeah. And it can be a blessing or a curse. Right. We'll see. Enjoy, everyone. (laughs) Our top story, there was another truck crash and spill. No. In California. Mm. This is directly from the CHP's Instagram. Wow. CHP Madera, which I guess is like a town in California. Candy everywhere (gasps) spilled all over the highway. It says Madera CHP is currently investigating a two-vehicle crash involving a big rig and a box truck on southbound SR-99 just south of Avenue 11. No injuries are reported at this time, but the number two lane is blocked. Use alternate routes, blah, blah, blah. Look at this. Look at this candy everywhere all over the highway. Oh, my gosh. Is that like... Halloween candy? I see orange. I bet it is. Oh my gosh. Imagine being a kid. Yeah. Just you... running into traffic, getting that candy, getting that sweet candy. Who, who, who are these parents? <laughs> Go for it, Johnny. Just Go, run into traffic. Up, grab a can- bag of candy. That shit's expensive. It is. So that's our top story. <laughs> wow. We're not going to top that. But we do have some other stories, such as. The Enchirito is back. Enchirito? Enchirito. Enchirito? Do you know what? Do you know? <laughs> do you know I would, I'm shocked you don't know what the Enchirito is. Is it a combination between an enchilada and a, a Rito? <laughs> a burrito, I guess. I could, it slipped my mind. It's daytime brain. And an Enchirito? Something Rito? Dude, speaking of burrito, oh. I actually have a story that relates to this because the other night I was so late at night and I was like so tired, but I was really hungry and I should have just gone to sleep. But instead mm-hmm. I was on Postmates and I was searching for Mexican food and I couldn't find anything. I'm like, I just want a burrito. And I searched for burrito, but I accidentally forgot the B. So it was burrito. Burrito. <laughs> That's not that funny of a story. But. <laughs> well, it related. <laughs> the, the only thing that's funny about it is when I opened up my Postmates the next day to order more food, my recent search history said, <laughs> Urito. The, the story of my life is, <laughs> I should have gone to sleep, <laughs> but instead I ordered more food. Yeah. Uh, sleep is literally the best diet. <laughs> That's when I like to do my best eating is at night. Me too. I'm a late eater. Me too. Uh, believe me. Early in the morning, I'm like, I'm eating, I'm making all my meals at home, eating right, 
And then at night, we'll- 1030 hits and I'm like, you know what? I didn't eat enough today and I don't have anything I want. That's yeah. what happens. I, I didn't get my fried food group. And you in. know, that if it's not available in my home, it's because it's too healthy and I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Back to the Enchirito. Okay. I'm sorry. This is out of KTLA. This is a local, well, it's a nationwide story, but yeah. this is our local station. This is a local station for us. It. The fans have voted and the results are in. Taco Bell is officially bringing back the Enchirito. Okay. I don't think I've ever had this. I have. You have. Is it good? I had it when I was a little kid and I remember being very underwhelmed by it. Oh, but it's a fan favorite. No, the Bell Beefer is never on these polls. (laughs) This is what I was going to ask you. Do you think the Bell, the cult of Bell Beefer are enraged about this news i i feel like the thing is taco bell is never gonna bring that back because it requires them to bring in a new item hamburger buns right (laughs) this i bet you the list of things that were in a poll to bring back all incorporate ingredients they have on hand already because this is a burrito with a flour tortilla which they have smothered in sauce which is clearly the same sauce they use for the Mexican pizza. Like a red... A red sauce. Right. And covered in cheese. Yeah. So it's the same Taco Bell ingredients. And even though the Bell beefer, it's like the hamburger meat, whatever else is fucking on it, there's no... The buns. This is not Del Taco. Right. That has the whole hamburger and fry menu, right? This, wait, Del Taco have hamburgers? Yeah, they're yeah. actually really good. Yeah. So like that, Del Taco could do it. That would be such a sick move on Del Taco's part if they came up with their own Bell Beefer, but it was the Del Beefer. The Del Beefer. They should do that. It would cause a scandal. It would cause... I would order it. I'd try it. <laughs> uh, I wonder what the Bell Beefer community would do. They'd have to try it. They would... They gotta. Desi and I found this... This Well, I found this community on Facebook. I don't know how I found it, but it's called Bring Back the Bell Beefer. And it's this community of boomers on Facebook that it's like 200 of them. And they're desperate for Taco Bell to bring back the Bell Beefer. And like I've, I read through every single one of the posts on there. And they were the most sincere posts I've ever seen. People begging, pleading. The problem with the Bell Beefer is that it predates... A lot of people who were probably online people now, right? Yeah, they didn't have a, they haven't had that for a very long time. It like hasn't been in existence since the seventies or something. Right. So it's a very small or demographic of people, yeah, uh, looking for this. And none of the people who are really online today have any nostalgia for something because it doesn't it didn't exist in their lifetime. There was one woman who was like. I brought in my own hamburger bun to Taco Bell (laughs) and I asked for a cup of meat and I made my own bell beefer. It's probably very easy to recreate at home. Just use like taco seasoning mix instead of sloppy joe mix. Yeah, it's so easy to make. But yeah, I got it. So if you're an Inchirito head, it's coming back. I still think McDonald's should bring back their snack wraps. I like the snack wraps, obviously the chicken selects. I don't have an item at Taco Bell that I want back. No. Because they have what I want already. I also just don't go to Taco Bell the way I used to because we have Del Taco and I think that's the superior restaurant. 
Yeah. I mean, I find them very similar. They're very similar. For hard tacos, that's all I pretty much eat. But Del Taco offers me fries with my meal. Yeah. You don't really get sides at Taco Bell that are like that. No, and they're, I don't really care for the Taco Bell potatoes. You don't? Do you remember those cheesy sour cream potatoes at Taco Bell? That's those, what I'm... They have those again. They still have those? Well, I think they went away and came back. I used to eat those in high school. The, the problem... I like the cheese. I like the sour cream. I don't think the potatoes are well cooked. Yeah. They're kind of... They have a little bit of that raw potato taste to them. Mm. And I've had them several times because I, I try. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a Halloween story. This is out of San Antonio, Texas. San Antonio, from KSAT 12, it's an ABC affiliate. It says, San Antonio Car Wash opens haunted tunnel for scary clean service during Halloween season. Mm. So this car wash is, is, they made it a haunted car wash. That's a great idea. This sounds fun, but also kind of dangerous. Yeah. Like, what if you get so scared you take your car out of neutral and you just, like, reverse it into a guy wearing a ghost mask? I mean, what are the chances it's that scary? <laughs> I, was, I was thinking more that something, a body falls down and hits the windshield or something. And it's a real body, and that's, oh. like, a horror movie where it's, like, the person <laughs> thinks it's yeah, part of the your ride. Your mind is really working <laughs> over time. <laughs> I don't know. I think I drank way too much caffeine today. Yeah. Because I'm very sleepy, but jittery. Yeah. yeah. I'm, not, I'm not on top of my game. Oh, there's like a video of this. Haunted Car Wash. San. I bet one of our listeners has been to this. Here's like a POV video of this Haunted Car Wash. Look at this guy. Ooh. I think that's fun. I think it's fun too. They've like, it definitely would make the car wash more exciting. I think uh, it's a natural... Uh, thing to do. I'm surprised it hasn't happened before. Do we have any haunted car washes in Los Angeles? I Not that I know of. I All I know is that going through a car wash as a kid was one of my favorite things to do. I love it. I loved it as a it's kid so too. It's so fun. Just like the soap. <laughs> the brushes rolling over. I liked the um, that thing that was like you know, a sea anemone that wipes over your car. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With all, yeah. The, the, with all the tentacles. <laughs> yeah, It's like a giant alien. It's like a little moppy. The moppy. Why? I couldn't even think of the word for mop right now. You, but you went to sea anemone. <laughs> <laughs> I like when you can't remember a simple word, but you go for something even harder. What is that brain called? I don't know. The, this is too, true dumb bitch brain right yes. now. Yes. Um, it's so fun. I like that the clown comes up to the window. This is Tommy's Express car. Express car. car. (laughs) Tommy's Express car wash located at 23202 Highway 281. And it will be open. It will open its haunted experience from 6 to 10 p.m. October 28th through 31st. Where is this? San Antonio? Yes. Someone in San Antonio has to go and write us. And film it. Wow. That's like giving them... <laughs> and film it. That's a lot of... Yeah, I don't want them to just like we lie. We need a roving reporter <laughs> yeah. to go to this. We need a satellite Offer journalist. us some proof. <laughs> you went there. And perhaps the most important story of the week, this is a story that literally brought me to tears. This Aww. is from Cron, which is a Bay Area news outlet... And it says, 
Last week, Cron4 told you about the incredible international rescue effort to bring a cat from the Bay Area to from Ukraine so it could be reunited with a little girl who had to flee with her family. That family left just about everything behind after the war started, but now they're together in Sonoma County, working on a new start here in America. There were tears and smiles, hugs and balloons at SFO when 10-year-old Agnesa was finally reunited with her beloved cat, Arseni. The Bezhanar family, father Alexander, mother Maria, and daughters Eleanor, Angelina, and Agnesa are adjusting to their new lives. Arseni has a new playmate, a kitten named Tasha. The family is staying in a large country home among vineyards and olive trees near Cloverdale in Sonoma County. When our city is with us, it's like home is with us, like a part of our home is with us, says Maria Bezhanar, Ukrainian refugee. All of this happened thanks to this man, Jeffrey Peters. So this guy, Jeffrey Peters, it says his efforts to go to Europe to evacuate war refugees didn't pan out, but he did find an app for Ukrainians seeking help and connected with this family. He said, quote, Maria sent an email saying we've been matched and we have a family of six. And so I went to my son and I said, instead of renting this house, which he was planning on doing, would you be willing to donate it for two years? So this family moves in. Wow. And they're also like, we had to leave our cat behind. Mm. So that was like their next plan of action. They launched on this mission to get this cat who was left in Ukraine. Like at their house or where they were living? I'm not sure exact. I don't remember exactly. I think the cat might have been staying with someone uh-huh. or taken by somebody temporarily. Right. But yeah, it would be impossible to find otherwise. Yeah. It wasn't like they just left the cat. The cat right. wasn't with somebody else I th- because I think it was like several months before right. they got this cat back. But the cat has been reunited with this family. It's so sweet. I watched the video. They did like a little video package on this story and it brought me to tears. I, there's no story more heartwarming than when an animal is reunited. Like when family. they find a cat that had been missing for five months, just assumed dead. Right. Because obviously that's a long time. Or yeah. I've seen even longer. I've seen years sometimes. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, cats are especially pretty savvy. Yeah. Um, oh, that's so sweet. I saw her snuggling with it. Yeah, there's like a picture of this of the girl. She's snuggling. It's a gray cat. And, and now it has a little sibling, this little kitten. But they have to be a little low-key like, well, this was technically <laughs> the replacement cat. They can't tell. <laughs> they, they can't tell. What is his name? Arsini. Yeah, they can't tell Arsini. It's your new sibling. <laughs> <laughs> we always planned it that way, Arsini. <laughs> no, I'm sure it's, uh, they love it. It's a very both. cute story. In, in the video that I watched... Uh, it shows the family at the airport holding up signs that they made that say, welcome home, Arsini. I, that's when I started crying. That's I would do that. It was, <laughs> it was so sweet. Um, um, anyway, sweet. so yeah, I thought I would end on a very heartwarming story. Um, but we do have a listener email I thought that we had to get to. Mm. This is from Heather. She said, hi, Desi and Rachel. I've been listening to you guys for years, and I'm so happy I have a chance to tell you something that I think you'll find funny. I once worked at a restaurant that had a special on its menu. It was something called Chicken Bada Bing. Ooh. And it was inspired by the Sopranos Strip Club. 
Nice. So they didn't just decide we're going to call it chicken bada bing because bada bing is an iconic and it sounds phrase. zesty and it sounds Italian <laughs> kind of. Yeah. This is actually inspired by the strip club. Wow. It had two breasts of chicken mm-hmm. <laughs> layered between them, spinach, ham, mozzarella, tomatoes. It was covered in a mushroom marsala cream sauce and served over fettuccine. When I had to recite the specials because the dish stayed on the specials menu the whole time I worked there, I never told my tables the origin of where it came from. But once I saw the owner describing it to a table and he motioned as if to suggest two big breasts. Oh my God. The restaurant owner was so fucking gross and sketchy and on speed most of the time. And the menu made no sense. But I got to say that was a pretty good dish. Uh, I need to see the rest of this menu of this place. I like that he was frustrated no one got it and finally had to spell it out for people. Get it? Like, it's, it's two breasts. Two breasts with a cream sauce all over them. <laughs> and ham. <laughs> First of all, that sounds gross, this dish. It's uh, a lot of elements to it. It's too many. Well, the red, like there's red sauce and cream sauce, right? No. Oh, tomatoes? Marsala sauce, tomatoes, spinach, ham, mozzarella over fettuccine. Here's the other thing. I need to know what they mean by marsala. Is that like the wine sauce with mushrooms? Yes. Yeah. Two chicken breasts is too much food for one person with all that other shit. Unless it's like a butterfly breast, right? Yeah. Which is possible. Like two whole chicken breasts would be big. The only way I'm eating two whole chicken breasts is if they're deep fried. Oh, yeah. Then it's not too much. No, then. Uh, I mean, it also could be like a family style dish, maybe. A family style bada bing yeah. chicken well, nothing special. Nothing says family more than two big breasts. Here's your chicken bada tits. bing. This guy wants to be like a Hooters restaurant, right? Like. He's I don't, mad. No, I just think he I think he wants to make a horny chicken dish and he's pissed that no one got it. So yeah. we had to like do the big the symbol for big boobs. Yeah. Get yeah. it? Yeah. We get it, dude. <laughs> Heather, send us the rest send us the send us the name of this restaurant. We won't blow up their spot, but I do want to look at the menu. If it still exists. Yeah, if it's still around. I wouldn't be surprised if it I closed. like that it was also always a special. He was desperate to, to get this. <laughs> it's like, just put it on the menu at that point. You know, he wanted people to know. Like, yeah, I wanted want you the, to see it. Maybe part of his his game was having the waiters, waitresses, servers have to say it as a special. I bet that was part of the kink. Yeah. Because yeah. they always had to recite yeah. the bada bing. <laughs> it comes with two breasts. Two chicken breasts. Because you know when they recite the specials, they always list the ingredients. Absolutely. Like what's in it. Totally. Uh well, that's thank our, you. That's our listener email. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70 percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
I'm the queen of starting a free trial offer and forgetting to cancel it, oftentimes being charged for months for something I'm not even using. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. With Rocket Money, I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. It's definitely saved me money and now I can use that money to waste on things I do want. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. That's rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. Desi, you look like you're on the edge of your seat trying to tell me about your recommendation this week. Oh, I do? I'm just worried I'm going to forget, but I wrote it down, so I won't forget. What are you recommending? (laughs) It's very um, good and horny. Ooh. Uh, It is the new uh, show, Interview with a Vampire, on AMC. Do you have AMC? Desi, I have every streaming service. Okay. Well, I do too. I know. It's really good. Did you watch it? No, I haven't seen it yet. Um, it's, well, I like the book, obviously. Me too. I like the original movie. Yeah. And this is the TV show version and it stars some hot guys who I don't know, (laughs) but also Eric Bogosian plays like the Christian Slater character. He does? Yeah. (laughs) So they've switched it up some. Um, does it follow the original story? Like, do we go back to the 18th century? Yeah, oh. it goes back to the origin. So it's like a slightly different setup. So the Eric Bogosian character, he's like obviously older because Christian Slater was young. Uh, and he's like, they're revisiting this old interview. And uh, Eric Bogosian's character is, um, he has Parkinson's. So he's trying to get it in before I guess he can't do it anymore. Yeah. So it's like they've changed that element of it. But I, I was like... Within like 15 minutes, there was already like a sex scene. <laughs> it's just like, it's so it's very R-rated. Yeah. Um, I think our listeners would like it. Um, and I haven't, I, there's like three episodes up. It's one of those where they release weekly. Yeah. So that sucks. Yeah. But there's three up now, so you can at least get some of it going. Good. I'm going to watch it. Yeah, it's really good. Um I also started A Friend of the Family, which we're going to be talking about on Spotify Live tomorrow night. Yeah, if you want to join us on our Spotify Live, download the app. We're Crime Movie Club. Follow us there. Yeah. And we'll be talking about the, what is that, Hulu? It is, no, it's on Peacock. Peacock? Peacock Peacock.net. It's it's not .net. (laughs) Why did you say .net? I don't know. It is not at all .net. I have Why would no you idea. say that? Someone's no gonna, idea. We're going to get in so much trouble. Yeah. It's peacock.com. Okay. Is it? Maybe. <laughs> it's the Peacock no app. Yeah, Peacock Network. That's why I said net. Okay, now I figured it out. <laughs> 
dot network. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Just look Google Peacock. Go to Peacock. It's called A Friend of the Family. It is a um, docudrama. Yeah. uh, Based on what's that thing called? Um, An abduction, an abduction in plain sight. Abducted in plain sight. Sorry. (laughs) I meant to write this down. But of course, what I have written down, Tato Skins, Keebler, because I want to talk about that. No! <laughs> Tessie! Um, no! Abducted in plain sight. Keebler. I had this in my head all day, and I had to talk about it. So it's also very good. It stars um, Colin Hanks. It stars um, Anna Paquin. Jake Lacey. Jake Lacey from White Lotus. It was weird seeing him in this role, because I... He's such a unlikable character. I mean, he's not really likable on this, but he's definitely charming. Right. At least initially. Uh, it's very 70s. Like, just the decor, all of it, the station wagon with the wood paneling, mm, just every detail. <laughs> they even did, like, a very 70s font where it almost is reminiscent of, like, a TV movie from back in the day. Nice. And they had, like, the old Peacock logo, <gasps> too, for Ooh. this show. So I, I liked that a little attention to detail. So I only finished about one and a half episodes, but it's very good. Uh, I haven't seen the documentary in a while. I did listen to Kara, um, Everyone's Business But Mine's recap of it, which was very good. So, yeah, I'm into it. I like it. And then also House of the Dragon. I don't think I took my meds last night. Oh, you just thinking of that? Yeah. <laughs> just reminiscing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's talk House of the Dragon. Look, I like, I like when a character has a nice turnaround. <laughs> and I would say we all, everyone can safely love Damon now, right? Like he's, he's a good husband. He chopped someone's head off. But that person was uh, dunked on his wife (laughs) in like a way you were not allowed to back then. Right. You were not allowed to call a woman a whore and her kids are bastards. That's like a A crime. A woman. That's a crime because she's the future queen. Right. So was it extreme? I mean, even Viserys was going to do something with Viserys. his knife. Viserys with his knife. Look, there's too many fucking names that sound alike on this show. It's true. <laughs> it's insane. At least in Game of Thrones, even though there were a lot of insane names on Game of Thrones, there at least were enough variation. There's three names that began with R.H. Yeah. They're like... And they're all blonde women. <laughs> it's, like, it's like Rhaenyra, Reyna... Renan. Rochelle. Rihanna. Rih- <laughs> yeah. Rihanna. Like it's, it's, and then there's a few, it, there's just a lot of names that are very similar because it's like Aegon, Amond, and then there's another Aegon. There's like three Aegons. Yeah. I mean, no wonder Allison got confused. <laughs> <laughs> she tried to clarify when right. he was on his deathbed, but. Okay. Viserys looks like shit. That was the first thing. That was like my first big thing I noticed. I was like, "Wow, he re- what is going on?" Because there was another time jump that they didn't really. It wasn't really clear that it had happened. I think so. He had really come a long way from last episode, even where he was already not doing well. It is so jarring the amount of time jumping this show has. It was more obvious, obviously, when they switched the characters, but now there's another time jump that was just like, "Wow, he's looking really bad." Um, 
but yeah, I mean, he's literally rotting. Like I said last night, King Viserys is the only adult in this universe who seems to age, and he ages really badly. Well, but he also has like leprosy. He has some kind of disease but that's rotting him. But he also looks old. No, he's got that gross head where it's like <laughs> balding, but there's still some fuzzy hairs coming like, off. Do you just cut that off? Just shave it. It looks terrible. It looks off. They look dirty. <laughs> it's just, I don't like, it's, yeah, it looks no, terrible. No one's bathing. No. There's like incense constantly burning. Because it smells. Yeah. Like the scent in that room must be horrific. I'm I'm glad someone pointed out that it was incense because for a second I was like, is that a um, face steamer <laughs> or like a humidifier? <laughs> a humidifier. It was like, you must have Landy. a humidifier, but how are they doing that? Me being dumb. <laughs> What's the old school version of humidifier? Um, Yeah, no, I was excited that we got to see his um, rotting cheek and eye socket. I was really, when he put that mask on, I was like, no, I want to see. He saved it for dinner. Right. (laughs) Perfect timing. Perfect timing. Uh, I like that Damon is, uh, he's uh, loyal, don't you think? I mean, I like him as a character. I like that he's your classic George R. R. Martin morally gray character. Yeah, but he has he's standing up for his family, which is he's uh, a wife guy. Yeah, he's a total wife guy, and not in like a um, cuckolded way. No, he's like in a he's like aggressive. He's an aggressive wife guy. Yeah, I thought it was sweet when he put the crown back on his brother and helped him. Yeah. Um, so what else happened in that episode? I mean, I, I know shit's coming. Uh, do you get excited every time they're like the song of fire and ice? It's like, that's the name of the book. (laughs) I'm like, they said the name of the book. (laughs) I do it every time. I get, I got chills when I, the first time they mentioned a song of fire and ice, cause that's the name of the game of Thrones, one of the game of Thrones books. Right. I think the first one. And I also kept trying to figure out, because you know how there's um, that really old maester who's at the wall? Yes. And his like older brother was Aegon. I'm like, which Aegon was it? Is it another Aegon we haven't met yet, who hasn't been born yet? Look, Aegon is like the Jacob of... <laughs> it's like the number one baby name yeah. for boys. It's like John. <laughs> yeah. It's so popular. For We hear it the first time. We're like, there's no way anyone else will be named Aegon. Wrong. Or we we were wrong. <laughs> there's a lot. And if it's not Aegon, it's Amon, which sounds very similar. It does. And how come Amon became evil? Like that yeah. guy's a piece of shit now. He's like Joffrey Baratheon. And he always has like a look where he looks like he's about to, he's almost smiling and I don't like it. No. Uh, he's evil and he needs to be killed immediately. Yeah. Now the weird thing is a lot of people, I was like reading a recap because I always do that with certain shows and um, I forgot that there's a lot of information already about what's to come. Well, I don't want to know that. I know. So I, I have to be careful because I was like, oh yeah, this this was written about in the book. So some people are like, this episode, this is going to happen soon. Why would they say that in a recap about a TV show? Because everyone who read the book is a nerd. It's like they, it's like them talk. It's like them talking about like the red wedding scenes coming soon or like whatever famous. That's scene. bullshit. If you're writing for a major pub, like pop culture publication, you don't do that because you have to understand that a lot of a huge chunk. I'm not going to say a majority, but maybe a majority of people who are watching the show have not read the books. 
I will say the good thing about the Reddit communities that are dedicated to shows that are based on books is they have a strict no spoiler. Do not if you want to talk about the book, go talk about it on the book subreddit. This is for people who have not read the book or right. like there's no spoilers. Yeah. Only talk about the show and what's been presented on the show. Hmm. Well, I should go to that Reddit. You should just read the game of or the House of the Dragon subreddit because they have a strict policy there. Yeah, I mean, I don't really care about spoilers, so I that doesn't very bother me. Much care about spoilers. I feel like if the show is good, then I'm going to enjoy it no matter what. No, because if li- you've re- read the book, you can enjoy the show too. I mean, yeah, but I also like to go. <gasps> yeah, I still go. Ah, uh, like I did for that one scene we talked about. I literally was like, "Whoa!" Because it came out of nowhere. It did. <laughs> <laughs> it did. Um, but yeah, so I'm still enjoying that show for sure. I wish I could just, I want to watch them all right now. I am enjoying nothing else, I don't think. I finished the, I, I'm caught up with Handmaid's Tale this current oh. season because it's week to week, obviously. Yeah. It's meh. I stopped watching it. Um, I think about going back to it. But then I don't. <laughs> There's like one storyline that I care about, and I don't care about the other storylines. Well, it's always weird when it goes past the book, because then they're just yeah. making shit up. Right. And I always thought that that show was just going to be one season. Right. Um, so I was always surprised. It's gone on so many more seasons. Yeah, this is like the fifth season, I think. Um, we have a good podcast recommendation. <laughs> oh my God. We have a great podcast recommendation. Desi and I launched a brand new show called bitch slap all one word. And we are, this is like been a long time coming. This has been, it's okay. We recap nighttime soaps. Right. And we're starting with our favorite nighttime soap Melrose place, which is the original. You, yeah, the, I always forget there was that like People remake. asked me, and I was like, of course the original. Why would I? I didn't even watch the new one. I did. <laughs> I did. Um, I, I watched like the first few episodes of it, and I was like stupid. Um, but yeah, so subscribe. <laughs> what was I going to This is I the don't know. worst promo. Subscribe to the podcast. Check it out. Leave us a good review. Yep. If you don't want to listen to it even, just give us five stars still. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, and, um, it, and if you don't like it, don't leave a bad review because that's cop behavior. Right. So, yeah, if you... I think people will like it. It's very fun. People have given us good feedback on it so far, and I appreciate that. Yeah. We have the first two episodes up. And we're going to release two a week for now. And and Hollywood crime scene is not going anywhere. So, yeah. There's, so we're not getting rid of Hollywood crime no, scene. we would never. We're still doing this show forever. Anyway, it's very fun. You can watch all of the episodes on Paramount Plus, at least. I know that. You might be able to get them elsewhere. But if you have a Paramount Plus subscription, it's free on that. Yeah. Uh, I like Paramount Plus. We should, they should pay us. <laughs> they should give us some little money. They Since should. we're sending all those Melrose Place views, they're going to be like, why, are, why is everyone watching Melrose Place? Melrose Place is hot right <laughs> it's now. bigger than our new shows. <laughs> <laughs> they um, should. Yeah, so check it out. Thank you so much to everyone who already has. They should at least give us a free subscription to Something. Paramount We're Plus. cheap. We're so cheap. Okay, we'll take a t-shirt. No, I'm <laughs> we'll take a coffee cup. Yeah, we'll take <laughs> anything. 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 Um, so anything else? 
Did we? Should, are we doing Halloween food? merch? We got Halloween merch. Oh, Look, I'm doing all the carnival promo. barker. <laughs> <laughs> if you want our Halloween merch, HollywoodCrimeScene.com. We ship internationally. Yeah, and we have other stuff too. If you don't want Halloween stuff, if you want a hat that says "Dumb Bitch," you can you get that get there one. too. Join the gang. We're, we're thinking we should about, get them. We should get them. We, we have to order them. some. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Check. Definitely check that out. There's uh, some diamond level pussy merchandise, strong load mugs. You can drink your coffee in it. We should make a dumb bitch mug too. Yeah. Because that's how I am in the morning. Super dumb. I'm dumb right now. <laughs> um, Let's talk about food. Okay. What'd you eat, Desi? Well, yesterday we finally went to Smorgasburg. <laughs> so I, I, Not even close. Not even fucking close. Well, let me. What is it? (laughs) I'm gonna look it up. It's Smorgasbord. Smorgasburg. No, it is. Look, it's Borg, but it's pronounced Borg. Smorgasborg. Smorgasborg. (laughs) Smorgasborg. That's sort Oh my god. Why do I try? I Smorgasbord. <laughs> All of a sudden, you're the fucking Swedish chef. <laughs> hey, I am. A, I am a little Swedish on my dad's side. That's right. That's right. Uh, wait, let's look up how to pronounce smorgasbord. <laughs> my dad's gonna like call me and tell me how to pronounce it. Uh, smorgasbord. Smorgasbord. It's got, it ends with it. a G. How do you spell it? S M O R Gas Berg. Okay, okay, okay. Wait. <laughs> what? Wait. Smorgasbord. Smorgasbord. So the D- G is pronounced like a D? This one, this says smorgasbord. But maybe they're. Smorgasberg. <laughs> smorgasbord. Maybe, they, maybe it's a play on words. Oh, wait a minute. Is it sometimes spelled with a G? Why did they spell it with a G? I don't know. I'm just going off of the um, whatever. So yeah, whatever you call it, (laughs) we went. It's it's in downtown LA at a place called Row Downtown LA. It looks to be like a a very cool spot they're trying to create down there. It has parking, unlike a lot of places in LA. So that's a bonus point right there. And it has tons of food uh, vendors at this event every Sunday. So obviously we went and had multiple foods. Yeah. (laughs) We had lobster rolls. (laughs) We were still hungry. (laughs) (laughs) So we split a huge uh, plate of nachos that had rotisserie chicken that had (laughs) like a blend of like Indian and Mexican spices. What was that place called? Saucy Rotisserie. No, it's called... It's called... <laughs> what? It's called it's Saucy called, Rotisserie. It's called the Saucy Chick. The Saucy Chick. Saucy... <laughs> Look. Look, if I... If either one of us got things right, half the show would be gone. <laughs> it's, it's... Desi, you told me the story of this place. Is it a restaurant or is it just a food truck? I think it might have a restaurant somewhere now, but I'm not exactly sure. It might be uh, oh. east of us. 
Um, so it's a husband and wife. And one of them is of Indian heritage and one of them is Mexican heritage. And they created this uh, fusion food that's really good. And it works and it's delicious. It's delicious. So yeah, we tried that. We had some churros, a uh, huge box of churros <laughs> that were freshly fried. <laughs> And we didn't get with the condensed milk poured on them, surprisingly. They, that, because that was an option. We will at some point, I'm sure. Anyways, it was very fun. And it looks like they have weekly things um, there, like um, a vintage like clothing flea market and uh, craft, like craft and artisan type deal another Sunday. So yeah, I'm definitely going to go back. I had fun. We also went to... Um, what was it called? The Oddities Flea Market in downtown LA. So we did a little downtown LA day and it was very uh, fun. The food was good. The lobster roll was really good. What was that place called? Oh, oyster, something oyster. Broken oyster? The found oyster. It wasn't the found oyster. Wait, what's found oyster? Because it was in Malibu, remember? It's oh like a Malibu God. place. This is this is our worst mini episode we've no, done. No, it's our best. Um, anyways, it was really good. Broad Street Oyster. Broad Street Oyster. The food was excellent. I really liked it. And there was several booths I wanted to try, but the lines were long and we were literally faint with hunger. Yeah. So we couldn't wait. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to go back. I like trying new things and multiple things. And then... So how stuffed were you when we left? I was like at a level 10 stuffed. I was pretty stuffed. So I waited a couple hours and then I got a craving for pupusas. Do you, <laughs> do you, of course. Do you remember like a few months ago when I was like having a meltdown because I just wanted to find a Salvadoran, Salvadorian oh, yes. food in Los yes, Angeles? I do remember that. And, and I, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Um, I love Salvadorian food. It's- I like it too, but it was a very specific food to only want when the options were limited for delivery. <laughs> I just remember being really hungry and you were dead set on Salvadorian. And I was like, what are we even going to do? Like, <laughs> where do we get that? That was the only thing I wanted that day. I just, the few times I've had it, it's been food truck related. I just don't know of a um, restaurant, yeah. but I guess you found one. Well, I found one that was open late. Oh, okay. And it was like fine. I want to like go to like I like recently saw this list of like good LA restaurants. Yeah. Um, but I just was craving a fucking pupusa. Well, I bet you they might have something like that at that place. Smor- they might smorgasbord. Smorgasbord. LA. I bet you they would have something like that. It is so hard to say. You just can't say it without sounding like a little stupid. And I feel bad because we do have a listener base in Sweden. We love smorgasborgs. <laughs> <laughs> so. As yeah, as as a person of of a little bit of Swedish descent, I'm very sorry. Yeah, I might be. My grandmother was Swedish on my dad's side. Oh, um, yeah, it was really fun, but. I don't think I ate anything else. Of Oh, I did have to go. I had to go to a dinner last night. So I was stuffed, but then I had to go to a dinner and I ended up getting a lot of salads, like sides, because I didn't feel like having a meal. You had French fries and you dipped them in butter. Well, I was depressed. <laughs> <laughs> you know what happened? Uh, the butter was really good and the bread was gone. And I was like, well, this might be Jesus. good. <laughs> you put butter on potatoes. 
<laughs> Why not French fries? Even deep fried potatoes. It was like a spicy chili butter. It was mm, really good. And the butter good. was high quality. Yeah. And you know what? It tasted good, unfortunately. Because <laughs> now I'm going to be like, well, butter with fries. Why not? It's like you dip it in mayo. Right. Some people do. What's the difference? <laughs> it's French. <laughs> it's French. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then we have an exciting dinner tomorrow night. We'll tell you about that next week. So today is some boring-ass home-cooked meals, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Nothing to write home about today. We won't be talking about that. Grilled chicken breast. <laughs> I had a turkey sandwich for lunch before you came oh, over. Oh, wow, nice. With some pickles. Uh, yeah, I need to get some lunch. Okay. All right, that's Bye. it. Bye. Okay, I hope you didn't turn the episode off listeners, because we have a very important addendum about Smorgasburg. Well, we found out that it originated in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, and it is a portmanteau, portmanteau? Yeah. Of Smorgasburg and Williamsburg. So that's why this LA food truck market is spelled differently than the Swedish yes. version. It is Smorgasburg. <laughs> You still have to say Berg, Swedish style, though. <laughs> so, um, I'm, I know you guys were desperate to know the information. I just, so. I'm adding this addendum for people who are wasting their email to us explaining this, right? Because we looked people, it up. We have a lot of listeners in Brooklyn. I didn't want to offend our Brooklyn listeners either. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah. that's Bye. it. Bye. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.